At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. What up, folks, and good afternoon. It is Live Bet Sunday, live from the South Point Hotel and Casino. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Jared Smith alongside for the next four hours. Woo. Yep, we're going to be here until 4 p.m. Pacific time. Stretch. It goes by quick. It goes by quick. I think, you know, it's a good company here, so I think we're going to. Yeah. Breeze on through. It's a good vibe, too, because yeah. uh, the show getting off to a uh, raucous start. We do have a ticket punched to the NCAA tournament. UNC Asheville is going to go dancing after a comeback win over the Camels of Campbell. So walk us through this one. A 14-point lead at one point for Campbell? Late second half, too. Yeah. And, again, Asheville, one of the best defensive teams in the league, wasn't playing like it in the first half. But I'm going to use this joke because I'm contractually obligated it was the fourth game in five nights for the Camels, and they just couldn't get over the hump. Okay. I, I got it out of the way early. It was an 11 out of 10 on the corny meter, and, and now we can move on gracefully. In, in, in all seriousness, that is a good point in yeah, terms of, it's right? True. Like when you're kind of taxed, I think a lot of people think that the taxed angle comes in in the first half when in reality it's more like the second half of these games. Last five minutes, which is again when Asheville was able to erase what was a double-digit deficit and a very impressive season for Campbell. The seventh seed, they beat the two seed, they beat the three seed and route to the final. But at the end of the day, I do think the best team in this conference, the number one seed, UNC Asheville, they deserved it. They were the best defensive team all year long. They were able to make some timely threes down the stretch. They've got the player of the year in the conference through Pember. I don't think they're going to be a team we should be concerned about in the NCAA tournament, but I think Pember does create a bit of a mismatch. He's a big, he can shoot it from the outside, kind of step out. 
as, as kind of a wing forward. So it could be an interesting matchup for a team, depending on who they get in the bracket. But Stay inside a big number against a certain opponent. Yeah, of course. Who, who they face, what the number is, all those yep. things are vital. But I, I wouldn't put them in the Cinderella category right. for a team that, you know, maybe make a run in the tournament. All right. Now, other games that we are tracking currently because uh, the little guys are having their moment on this Sunday. We are at halftime between Army and Colgate. This is over in the Patriot League semifinal. Colgate holding on to a 48-34 lead. We'll get into your rooting interests in just a moment here. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the MVC. We do have a little bit of Arch Madness still going on as this is going to be determined today. Drake and Bradley going at it, I guess. Bradley right now up 41 to 19 with 107 left to go in the first. They just uh, are in the midst, I should say, of a 7 nothing wow. run right now. So they are putting it to Bradley right now. Drake is with, again, an automatic bid on the line in that conference. So before we move on, as I mentioned, we got rooting interest in both of these for you because can you tell our folks in terms of listeners and viewers what exactly you have put together here? What's going on? Well, I think when it comes to the conference tournaments, I, I do see value in putting a lot of the favorites together, especially in the conferences like in the Patriot League where Colgate gets a home floor throughout. And I think there's another conference, the A-Sun, which we'll talk about in a minute. Kennesaw is the home team in this spot. But I, I do find a lot of value with a lot of these Bigger, chalkier favorites. So the parlor that I put together, I put two parlays together. Okay. Drove across the border to Arizona to do so on yeah, uh, DraftKings. Yeah, I hit that up. I'm gonna hit that up here in a little bit. Yeah, I no, mean, that not DraftKings, but it's it's a very it's a very uh, it it's it's a lonely ride on the way out, but not so much on the way back when yeah. you consider what you might get in your pocketbook. But uh, it <laughs> so it's a six-team parlay with conference tournaments, and then I took my favorite two, the two chalky ones, Colgate and Liberty. I put them together in a big boy. I, I would say, a, you know even coin flip parlay, but the crazy parlay, it included UNC Asheville. Yep. It includes Drake right here, and they're up 20 in the first half. It includes Colgate and, of course, Liberty. And then the ones next week I threw in were Gonzaga and Northern Kentucky. It was like a $50 little sprinkle yeah. to win 13 grand. And, I, and I'll be honest, obviously, parlays, you're not going to win long-term playing these. But in the conference tournaments, because of the way that it's structured, where if I get three or four of these home and then next week – I only have one or two left. Well, then it gives you a lot of flexibility because the games are staggered in terms of when right. they're played. If, if I want, for example, if I wanted to hedge Campbell plus four and a half today on UNC Asheville, I would have middled because they were able to cover the spread but didn't win the game. Those are the kinds of opportunities I think the conference tournament set up. When you parlay them together, you get more juice. And then, of course, you could maybe play off of it if your favorite in the championship game, you want to bet the underdog and try to find a middle there. So there, there's a bunch of different ways to play it because of all the different games, all the different start times. It does make for some interesting theater. Yeah. So we're going to be uh, rooting for you as we move along. 20-point lead, but we just saw a 14-point lead go down. So yes, we did. We will, of course, uh, cross our fingers and hope that you can move on. We cheer for... Our associates here. There's no Hayden, so we hope that you no. pull this one No, who through. are you on today? That's uh, the question. So I've, I'm sweating out this Dallas bet right now, um, catching two good game. with the Dallas Mavericks. High-scoring yeah, game. Really good game yeah. right now. 102-98, 10-23 left to go in the fourth. There was a little bit of a scare earlier. Uh, Luka Doncic left. It looked like it was like a quad issue. He was working on his quad, had a heating pad on. It came back, though, and it uh, looks pretty good. And this is, man, this is such a, uh, as we know, a fascinating matchup for multiple reasons because these are the two newly constructed teams, both with former teammates going at it with one another. And it's also looking at the new roles for a lot of these guys. And um, one of the angles that has also been hit on, and this, this is uh, already cashed, one of the things that has been noted that we've talked about both in the article and that I've brought up on the, the, um, the podcast, Jared, is the fact that everybody thinks like, okay, with this new Suns team, let's look at Kevin Durant to score a lot of points. Let's look at all of this. The prop that has cashed now, consistently and he's already over the mark today 
Devin Booker assists. That's yeah, hundred percent has been money so far for uh, batters. It if you've been sense. in on it, oh yeah, because right? it it. I, and I think Devin's one of those guys like Chris Paul, chameleon. Yep, he only wants to score when he needs to. He'd much rather be a distributor. Oh, and he's so last year he got a lot of run at point guard too because yeah. Chris Paul missed a lot of time, so he's worked a lot on that role. And he, like, look at these assist totals. So in the month of March, he averaged six point three. His wow. last five games, nine, eight, eight, seven, six, and he's already got six here today against the Dallas Mavericks. Do you think there's a point where the sports books will adjust the number? But because Kevin Durant takes a little more of the lion's share of allocation there with the offense, maybe they don't adjust the number fully. Yeah, I, I, I would think so unless it started. I would think you're probably starting because the, the initial move we saw was just on the juice, right? So, for example, against Charlotte in the first game, it was five and a half plus 115. Then the follow-up game after that against Chicago was five and a half minus 105. Both of these are obviously to the over. Uh, and then you saw essentially five and a half shaded to the over a little bit here. So we're starting to see that juice trying to trickle up. I would say next five will and, be the number. Yeah, next will be the number. So we'll see if they adjust yeah. off five and a half. But for right now, like five and a half has been a playable number for Devin Booker over these assists. Absolutely. And again, it, it speaks to just maybe probably who he wants to be and maybe who the Suns want him to be. I think the scoring for Devin Booker, it can be there at any moment. He's yep. arguably one of the best players on the planet, but he doesn't have to be a 30, 35 point game scorer if you have yep. Kevin Durant doing that. And I think KD feels much more comfortable in that role. And I'll be honest, that is a very dangerous duo. Say what you want about Chris Paul, and he's still got a lot of juice left in the tank, I would imagine. But to me, KD, who's got 30 today, if that combo really starts to learn how to work together, the synergy. I mean that that's the best one two punch I think in the league. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. And because Chris Paul has struggled so much, that's the other part of this thing with the Devin Booker and the facilitating. He's gonna have the ball a lot more in his hands. Like Chris Paul's yep. not running those pick and rolls to get bigs out in space and to work his game. He has been struggling in that regard. You know his own Chris Wood hits a massive three. Uh one oh eight to one oh two now, eight thirty left to go. Yeah, so this is gonna be a lot of fun. It's actually a good day. The NBA has done a pretty good job of trying to fill the void on Sundays yeah. these last couple of weeks. Last Sunday was awesome yeah. with the four primetime games leading up to the nightcap that was going to be. And we have a pretty decent schedule here, at least in the primetime games. We get this one, and it leads us into what we we're going to talk about here, which is Steph Curry's return today against the Los Angeles Lakers. Golden State Warriors on the road against L.A. About two minutes before we went on the air, Steph Curry tweeting out, uh, let's ride, hashtag Dub Nation. So I'm assuming... <laughs> Uh, Steph Curry he is better be playing going, after yeah, he be, sends that tweet out. Right. There'll be a riot in, the, in, in San Francisco. Exactly. Can you imagine he sends that out and then and doesn't, he doesn't play? play? It'd people, be quintessential NBA. Dude. And also, to be fair, I think they'd have a lot of void Curry uh, people uh, on Twitter. <laughs> you should have seen it. So I did. So I did the NBA league pass um, bet stream for Kevin Durant's debut as the Phoenix Sun. Right. Okay. So in that game, he go. His point total was fifteen and a half. He scores fifteen. But then there's the scare because he he got, he yeah. heads straight back to the locker room immediately. The tweets start avoid, coming. You got to avoid, avoid him. This KD. is fixed. It turned out I think he was just going to go take a dump because he came like right back out. <laughs> so like it was fine. He ended up going over the total, but like everybody was freaking out immediately on that. I but, mean, we we've discussed this culture yeah. before. We uh, we don't need to get too much into it today because today's a happy day. Everyone's in a good mood today. My Penn State Nittany Lions are raised to almost a 20-point deficit at home. We're hitting UNC Asheville money lines somehow, some way, despite being down 14 with six minutes to go. And now the next sweat. You're the next sweat up here with this Mavs-Suns game. This is not going to be no, an easy finish with Phoenix doing basically everything they can to uh, – 
to spoil this one at home. What's been your take on on the Kyrie uh, Doncic duo so far? I know they have had the explosion, but there are 500 teams so far with Kyrie. Is 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 that a push you think that Dallas can make in the standings no, no. with him in the lineup? I, I mean, so here's the problem: they're not good defensively. And they <laughs> have Kyrie's not good defensively, right? Well, and they haven't been all year long. So the, the, the point that I kept bringing up with them. A lot of people kept saying, oh, well, they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. Now he's got Kyrie. Of course it's going to happen. The difference is that team was the seventh best defensive team in the yes. NBA. Spencer Dinwiddie, too, a little more. Right. And when you're different looking at everything. Vibe. Yeah. And, like, Dorian Finney-Smith's gone. He's a good 3-and-D yes. wing defender. Reggie Bullock's fine, but he shouldn't be your best perimeter defender. Josh Green has developed into a good defensive piece. But, again, you're nowhere near the level that you were. Are they a little better defensively with them getting healthier and, like, Maxi Kleba coming back? Probably. Yeah. But they are still a average to below average defensive team, and that's not going to get you anywhere. No. So, does it? I keep saying this, Jared. Are they going? Are like in any series? I mean, even against Boston or Milwaukee, can they win a series? Sure. I think they're yeah. they're explosive enough offensively to win any one series. To consistently win four series to win an NBA Finals or three to win a Western Conference, I think you have a lot of questions to ask about that. Well, that's the problem with Kyrie. And again, the talent is never the issue. It's always been the consistency. Yep. When the talent shows up. He's arguably the best player in the league. Absolutely. And it's just, you don't see the the best athletes are the ones that can continuously motivate themselves to get the next level of their talent because there's more in there. There's always more in there. The best players, the MJs, the Kobe's can dig deep, not only during the game, but on the practice floor in the gym as well. When no one's watching, that's where I find the issues with Kyrie's game overall. Yep. So we'll give you the Warriors right now, five-point favorite, total 234. That is going to tip off in about 30 minutes from here. We have two games that are set to tip off in the next 20. So we'll give you updates on those closing numbers. Well, also, it's a big day. Yesterday, I, we're going to pick your brain on this in about 30 minutes from now. But yesterday was a big day. It was live at Saturday. We were tracking the live odds, I guess, for Anthony Richardson in the NFL Combine. We're oh, going to talk about that. I have thoughts there. Another big name today. Bijan Robinson is going to be out there on the field. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. 
So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, hit up vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving every game, betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all of the action there. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match that public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over at vcin.com. An update, uh, 111-106, a missed free throw, but an offensive rebound that he put back on a missed free throw from Devin Booker as this as a three-point game. Dallas up on top of the Phoenix Suns, 627 and rolling, left to go in the fourth quarter. Other things. So, actually, you know what? We were talking about this. We're going to go. I'm going to go with an audible really quickly because I did talk about We mentioned this going hot in. Route. So, yeah, we're going to call this hot route really quick. <laughs> Uh, but, well, we were having an impassioned conversation about this. So today we get to see B. John Robinson. The running backs and offensive linemen are going to be on the, fo- the field for the combine. They've been on the field. Um, but what I wanted to bring up was, because I don't think we're going to see anything from B. John Robinson that is going to greatly alter his draft stock today. He is the best running back in the field, and he is going to be the first running back taken. It's just whether or not, I, I shouldn't say that. He is the most probable guy to be taken sure. as the first running back. Nothing is absolute. And what's interesting why I bring this up is I want to get your thoughts on what Kelly and I were watching yesterday, which was we're watching Anthony Richardson. And it's funny, Jared, it's, it's one of those things where I accidentally hit the nail on the head. So Richardson sets the combine record for the vertical for quarterbacks or since 2003, whatever it was, runs a 4.44440. And I tweet out, Anthony Richardson's going to be a $2 favorite over Will Levis <laughs> in a matchup. And then 10 minutes later, we get the update. We're, we're looking at the screen and it flashes up to Anthony Richardson minus 200. And the market freaked out yesterday. You see some of this here. And this is, keep in mind, so this is from Friday to today. And there's a lot of other movement in between this. So Bryce Young goes from minus 165 to be the number one overall pick up to minus 185. Anthony Richardson goes from 7 to 1 
to be the first quarter, number one overall pick to three to one today. CJ Stroud goes from plus 350, drops to five to one, and then Will Levis hasn't moved at nine to one. So let's focus on the top three here. First off, before we get to CJ Stroud, just your overall thoughts on betters freaking out over 40 time vertical time or vertical jump and pounding Anthony Richardson yesterday because of what happened on the field in Indy. It's nothing new. I mean, I think this market is the most crowdsourced market in all of sports betting. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that when a number's moving that much, there's only so much it can move before, regardless of what the bet is. It doesn't matter what it's on. It could be on badminton. As long as the number moves that significantly, it will open up value on the other side. In this particular case, that you have to look a layer beneath in the NFL draft. Okay, it's moved a lot. Richardson opened 100 to 1. Now it's 3 to 1. The layer beneath is does he actually have a realistic shot of being the number 1 pick? And I think the that's where the eye test comes in JBT. Mm-hmm. When we when we watch him play and we see where he had his best games of the year. It was against Eastern Washington. It was against Vanderbilt. It was against an A&M team that let's be honest, was kind of a hodgepodge unit this year. Give him Utah. UT was really good against he Utah. Played, he yeah. played well against Utah, but in terms of his best analytical grades yeah. on pro football focus, the three games that he had the highest grades on were arguably the three worst teams he faced. And then you look at the completion percentage. You look at the yards per attempt. You look at a lot of the metrics we use to grade NFL quarterbacks, and they pale in comparison to what we saw with Bryce Young. And notice all of the good things we're hearing about Richardson, about Stroud, about Will Levis. There's one guy we haven't heard anything about yet, and it's almost like it's a big secret. Like Bryce Young didn't play for the most prestigious program in college football, and he didn't break records, and he didn't absolutely go off in his final collegiate game when he didn't even need to play. And again, it's the intangibles with a quarterback that I look for. I know Anthony Richardson's a better athlete than Bryce Young, but does that mean he can process information and make decisions at that elite level and be calm when the pocket is breaking down? I don't think that's the answer. And if I was drafting a quarterback today, it is an easy decision that I take Bryce Young. So we have these odds to first quarterback selected and uh, obviously different from first overall pick. Bryce Young, minus 190. Now today, minus 250. Anthony Richardson goes from 5-1, to one, the third choice, to plus 250, the second choice. And C.J. Stroud, 3-1, to one, to plus 425. So now it goes down to the third choice to be the first quarterback selected. Will Levis uh, has been cut 6-1 to one, to 10-1 to one for today. So, that's, so this is the other point that I wanted to focus on. This is what I thought was incredible. So we talk about, like, discourse coming out of something like that. And I rewatched the throwing drills this morning. My eyes, I was like, CJ Stroud looks incredible. Like, it's, it's effortless. It's a compact motion. He's, he can throw it downfield. He's insanely accurate. Not that Anthony Richard didn't look really good, but every little bit of information you read from smarter football people than I and scouts and everything, I was even, so this is the difference is I watched it now with sound, right? You have Rich Eisen and I can't remember, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah uh, on the broadcast. We're drooling over CJ Stroud. Some of the, there were many people who called it one of the best throwing displays in the combine <laughs> they've seen. And yet there's all these people who are just pounding Anthony Richardson, completely forgetting what CJ Stroud could potentially be. But I think this is why I find it interesting, Jared, because for the most part, we obviously know this, right? It's, it's an information-based market when it comes to the NFL draft. But I also want to say that the probability of CJ Stroud being the first quarterback selected is higher than Anthony Richardson. Absolutely. So like he's mispriced. 
but I also don't think he's going to be the first quarterback selected. Agreed. So how you know what I mean? How do you handle that dynamic where it's like uh, there, I think there's clear value in a number for C.J. Stroud to go first overall, for the first quarterback, I should say. But what do we do with that when it's not an event on a field, right? If you have a higher probability by your own number on something, there's a chance that plays out because it's the field of play and it's an athletic yep. event. This is an information-based event where there is one event that is going to happen. We just don't know what it's going to happen. I'll be honest, and this is how I viewed Derek Stingley last year. Mm -hmm. I'll tell the story through the lens of Derek Stingley. So the week of the draft, I came into town. I was doing some reports for you know some of the other various gigs that I had, and I interviewed a few bookmakers, and they all said the same thing. I don't know where this money's coming from, but Derek Stingley's getting absolutely hammered. Not only be the first corner taken, but to be under his draft position. I think it was in the five or six mm -hmm. range. And the number obviously moved significantly. And once I had two or three bookmakers all confirm that same thing, to me, the price at that point was kind of irrelevant because I knew he was go. It was almost a hundred percent certainty that he was going to be taken underneath the five and a half selection that was priced for him. So when I saw minus one fifty, then it went to two hundred, then it went to two fifty. I think it closed in the three or four dollar range. Right. At that point, I guess discretion is the is the best form of valor, but it was a hundred percent in my eyes. So. Mm -hmm. Minus 500, which is, I think, a 75, 80% certain, you know, probability somewhere in that range. Even that wasn't high enough because, in my eyes, it was 100%. So it's the thing you with have Trayvon to Walker, too, right? Like, yes, exactly. Like, bookmakers were getting hammered and they wanted to take it off because even at minus 500, 600, yeah. 1,000, people were betting it because it was a sure thing. Exactly. And, and I'll be honest, that's the one thing you have to – and we, we view this term value and we use it all the time – Value can there can be a minus five hundred you know five dollar favorite on the board that's value what? because the true plus, odds are really seven hundred. There's only plus plenty, I thought. It was it, <laughs> that's the common misconception. Just like void with the void Twitter yeah. crowd, it is a common misconception that you can't have a value pick at minus two fifty because if it's a hundred percent certainty and it's minus two hundred, which is sixty six percent, that's a thirty three point whatever percent gap in yep. your quote unquote value that you're gaining. So you have to look at this market. Outside of the analytics, which when, you t when you're dealing with a sporting event, randomness comes in. Right. And as good as your numbers are, randomness impacts the probability of you winning. In this market, no there isn't randomness. You, we, there is a lot more certainty because it is based solely on information. Yep. Yeah, I can't. I, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out as, like, as long as. And I can't wait. You know, this is, this is where it comes into, like, the value. Yeah. It's going to get hung up. C.J. Stroud versus Anthony Richardson in terms of a matchup. And what the market does there. That, I mean, that's got to be put up. It's going to be a popular prop. I hope so. And, and at this point, you're opening up Anthony Richardson as a favorite. 100%. And what's going to be great is the index, pro, you know, the index and the, the future of first quarterback reflects, reflects that Anthony Richardson has a more probable outcome. That's going to get corrected pretty soon if that it matchup will. gets hung up. And I think that's where the first pick odds will also fluctuate. Because, right. again, these markets are not independent of each other. Correct. Even though they are independent markets, they all impact one another. And that's why, I'll be honest, and I, it's going to be probably less so in five to ten years. This is my favorite event to bet on because this is where I'm not, a, you know, I don't have power ratings for all teams that I bet. I don't have power ratings for college basketball and have all these teams ranked and I know, well, this number's off, whatever. In this market, I do think people that are really good at quote-unquote journalism mm -hmm. really have an edge because you can kind of see – some of the some of the garbage that's floated out there and a lot of these prime you know newsmakers like the Schefters and the Palaceros and 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 the Rappaports it's actually a great fading point because they're given a lot of bad information that teams specifically want leaked into the market 
So it, it just creates this cat and mouse game amongst betters and, of course, what the odds makers try to do. And I like to think that I'm pretty savvy at media and journalism. And to me, that's where I think we have edges in this market. Yeah, man, this is great. And uh, <laughs> I cannot wait for this to play out. But we still have like a month and a half until. And But it's it. going to go by so fast. And March out, always does. It does. <laughs> and out here in Las Vegas, you know, in Nevada, the uh, odds makers probably aren't going to hang anything. Not so till I'm going to be driving across the uh, border and uh, getting some stuff. Well, carpool. Sure. Yeah, we can do that for sure. <laughs> All right, 3.30 left to go. It's 118 tie between the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. We will keep track of that. When we come back, though, Matt Humans, big guy's going to join us when we return, get his thoughts on this, uh, this market and then a little bit more in college basketball as we have a big Big Ten card coming up later. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game in the round of the tournament or in every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets tools like our exclusive betting splits and more. How about our guide featuring in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, and more, and opinions from Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson? Sign up today, get the betting guides plus full access through the end of the tournament. For only 19 bucks at vcin.com slash subscribe. All right. We've got a lot to update here. It's one point game in Dallas. Phoenix up on top, 124, 123. We're in the final 90 seconds or so of that NBA matchup. Our next primetime game coming up in 10. Steph Curry going to make his return from injury. More importantly, let's head out. Welcome in Matt Eumans, uh, host of, I don't remember his new show. Vcin tonight. There we go. <laughs> Everything changes. What's up, Matt? Everything changes. Uh, I couldn't even remember the name of the show last week one night, so uh, that's okay. So Peace in tonight. Uh, by the way, Jared Smith's in with you uh, today, right? Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. I wanted to compliment you on your uh, smooth lefty jumper. I saw a uh. video you put up on Twitter last <laughs> week, knocking down threes on some random outdoor court. It looked pretty good, man. Nice Nice shooting straight. I appreciate that. That's my so that's my home court. I have a little basketball court in my amenities complex nice. in my in my okay. neighborhood. Anytime you want to come out, bud, and shoot. You got the pool there, hot tub, whatever your vibe is, get some shots up. <laughs> have a couple cocktails, maybe. I was gonna say, Matt, come Matt White wants some different types of shots to go up and or down. <laughs> depending on where you're hanging out. Uh, hey Matt, real quick before we get to college hoops, I wanted to ask you, um, what do you expect this finish over at Honor and Palmer now that Kurt Kitayama is looking like me out on the golf course? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just flipped the channel. So Kitayama had a par save, and I flipped it back to the uh, Ohio Valley Conference game. So did he just blow up? He triple by bogey. By the way, UNLV. Yeah. Huh? He triple bogey on this last hole oh, for Kitayama. Wow. You know, I was talking with uh, Brady Cannon yesterday, very good golf handicapper. I said, I can't believe Kitayama hasn't blown up yet, you know, because you do a lot of pressure <laughs> on him in a tournament like this. And uh, he, he actually came back yesterday to take the lead into the uh, final round. I was a little surprised by that. So today, kind of waiting for him to collapse, and apparently he did as soon as I just turned the channel. But that's UNLV's Kurt Kitayama, by the way. Mm. And um, Maybe he was partying uh, too hard he's, after he's UNLV beat Reno yesterday. Yeah, huh? yeah what a win there in overtime, big, huh? That game big was win nice. for the Rebels. Yeah, big win for the Rebels to sweep Reno. That was kind of surprising, but... Uh, Kitayama's been close to breaking through a couple times. I, I'm, I'm not sure he's going to win this tournament today. Speaking of the Rebs, uh, obviously the NCAA tournament, probably a bridge too far for them unless they can make a crazy run in the Mountain West tournament next week. 
Is no, there a not yeah, probably not. Is is there a team in the Mountain West? Because I know this is a conference that's been talked about a lot as we get to the NCAA tournament. San Diego State maybe the one, and it's it's kind of tough. I mean, every year it seems there's a couple of contenders for that conference to make a run. New Mexico started out hot. We don't even know if they're going to make the tournament now. Is there someone in that conference no. you got your eye on next week? Well, all along, I didn't think the Mountain West was going to get more than three bids to the NCAA tournament. I thought it was going to be three, and you had uh, San Diego State one, probably Boise two, and then you have Nevada, New Mexico, and Utah State fighting, I think, for that third spot. And then uh, Wolfpack did, did themselves no favors losing to Wyoming and UNLV this week. And then, uh, I don't know, if you set the I – mean, we, we have to see the draw, obviously, but if you set the win total – uh, for total Mountain West tournament wins in an NCAA tournament somewhere around two and a half, I'm definitely betting under. Mm. Or it might be one, it might even bet under one and a half. We'll see what the draw is. But uh, as you guys know, the Mountain West has lost eight straight games <laughs> in the NCAA tournament. And I think one in 10 in the last 11. Yikes. San Diego State's going to be a team a lot of people like. Aztecs go through long scoring droughts. I'm not sure, so sure what their upside is. I don't think it's that high. Maybe if Utah State gets hot from three, that's a team that could do some damage. I would probably look at Utah State or Boise as a couple teams that maybe could pull an upset, but I, I, I do not have high hopes for the Mountain West. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, you, I knew you had that information in your back pocket. It was going to spoil my joke of why would you pick against the Mountain West, Matt? They have such a storied history in the NCAA tournament, especially after last year. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go to some of the matchups that we are going to see uh, today. We were mentioned before we uh, came to you. It's a, a big, big 10 slate. Coming up in about an hour from now, we're going to get Michigan on the road against Indiana. It's a Michigan team that doesn't have much room for error when it comes to some of the bracketology projections. What do you make of this, Matt? Indiana, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, it's back-to-back road spots for the Wolverines. Kind of a tough scheduling situation. Indiana's off a 22-point home loss to Iowa that uh, Coach Mike Woodson called a BS performance, and he was right. The Hoosiers didn't show up. They upset Purdue on the road, came home, and they were completely flat, and they came against the Hawkeyes. So, I played Illinois plus eight today against Purdue. I thought I was completely dead at halftime in that mm. game. Purdue's up 21. Somehow Illinois comes all the way back to tie and uh, covers the game in a five-point loss. I mean, I thought Penn State was dead today Me against uh, Maryland. We all yeah, did. and the Nittany Lions, <laughs> Nittany Lions come all the way back and win that game at the buzzer. This is a crazy um, couple weeks in uh, college hoops. That Michigan-Illinois game was a crazy one this week. I I don't like the situation for the Wolverines here. I'm actually about ready to make a pretty significant money line play on Indiana at about minus 180. I saw it drop into 185 in that range. I I think the Hoosiers got to bounce back from that really poor performance at home against Iowa. And also, uh, I think the Wolverines got to be a little bit out of gas after that two-overtime loss at Illinois, a game that uh, they should have won. They had a seven-point lead, I think, in the first overtime or – it might have been a six-point lead in the first overtime and blew it. Uh, but Indiana with Trace Jackson Davis and uh, obviously the freshman guard Jalen Hutchipino playing so well here down the stretch. I don't think the Hoosiers are going to drop this game on their home floor today. Later tonight, 4.30 here in Vegas, 7.30 Eastern at, I'll always call it the Rack, even though technically it's Jersey Mike's Arena mm-hmm. now, which is a very unique name for a, a sporting venue. Northwestern's in town and Rutgers coming off a brutal loss. I, I think Rutgers bounces back, but the number I would imagine over five is not to your liking, Matty. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this yeah. one. You just don't trust what you see from Rutgers offensively lately. It's it's very inconsistent. Uh, 
team on the offensive end of the floor. And if you look at all the metrics for Rutgers here in the past uh, four weeks, not very impressive at all. And uh, it's not really the same team it was, I think, uh, I would say a month or even two months ago. And the Wild Purple Cats are dangerous. Now, they just dropped that home game to Penn State, uh, but they've got two of the best uh, veteran guards in the Big Ten, and uh, Adiz and Bowie, and uh, I, I don't think it's a bad matchup for Northwestern. Mm. So I kind of lean to the dog, but I'm not going to play it. I'm distracted because it's a 128-126 game, and Luka Doncic just got a defender off of him at and blew a wide-open layup to tie the game. But then afterwards, Devin Booker started talking <laughs> ish, and uh, Doncic and him almost got into it, which would have been great, although Devin Booker tried to do that last year, and we all remember what happened there. Uh, all right, really quickly, did you have anything else in the other Big Ten matchup that we are going to see today? Wisconsin-Minnesota, Wisconsin, five-point favorite on the road against this, uh, I will call, poor Minnesota team. <laughs> Coming off a win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Gophers coming off a miracle win. They were down 10. And they come back and beat Rutgers. Uh, they were down 10, I think, a little over a minute ago. Come back and beat Rutgers. as a bad loss for the Scarlet Knights. I mean, guys, look at the Big Ten standings. It's like a, a, a nine-car pileup behind Purdue uh, in second place. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You don't see anything like this uh, too often in a, in a conference standing situation. It's going to be really interesting to uh, sort out the tiebreakers you're trying to figure out the conference tournament seeds when uh, the dust clears after these uh, games tonight. I think Wisconsin, it's going to be a typical Badgers game where they grind it out and probably win a tight game. I would play Wisconsin or pass. So if you got to play Wisconsin, a money line play is probably safer here because uh, you don't like playing points with a, an offense that's so limited like the Badgers are. Hey, one thing I mentioned, too, I know we're about out of time, but the Pac-12 tournament coming to Vegas next week. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a good one. Arizona, UCLA, top teams in the conference. I, I suggest right now, if you don't have UCLA on a futures to win the tournament, yeah, you're not getting the best number at this point. You might be able to find 14 to 1 out there. 12 to 1 is a common number. I think the Bruins are about as good as any team in the country right now. And that's if you ask me, pick one team to win the tournament, I'm going with UCLA at this point to win the Pac 12 and to maybe win the whole thing. I agree. I bet him at 13 to 1. Actually, it was the day that Arizona lost on the buzzer beater because I thought that would have been the final push that kind of not only got the Pac 12 regular season, but the tournament as well. You get that one seed, and then you maybe get the one seed in the NCAA tournament. I thought that was going to kind of be a market moving event, even though they didn't play that or in that game. So I'm with you on UCLA. Top five defense, basically the entire backcourt from that finals team. I mean, very underrated team in an underrated conference, right, Matt? Yeah, you got an elite defense. Look at yeah. the Ken Palm numbers. This is a, a really good defensive team, and you got veterans, and you got a coach who can get you there. And uh, UCLA should be a one seat. Yep. yep. Matt, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for the time today. Appreciate it. And also, make sure you check out the College Basketball Betting Podcast. Matt, a part of that and part of our new podcast lineup. Thanks, dude. You bet. That's what, what he usually says at the end there. So, at Matt Humans 24-7 up on Twitter. That was Matt, right? That was totally what just said. 100%. Uh, all right, we'll give you the end of what's happening over in the NBA and uh, where this number is going to close up as the Lakers getting set to take on the Golden State Warriors, and we are still tracking everything going on as there are tickets on the line in some of these smaller conference tournaments, all that and more. We're just getting started here, man. We still got three hours left. Let's go.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. One-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss one leg. BetMGM and GameSense do remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. 
We are back here on Live Bet Saturday with you until 4 p.m. Pacific time. Myself and Jared Smith. A, um, as somebody tweets in, too, by the way, uh, Tom F. Nailed the signature you bet from Matt Eumanns at the end of that. Nailed hit. it. Yep. Every time. It Every sounded time. exactly like him. We I should, honestly huh? couldn't tell the difference. We should, um, I should go back and we should put together a compilation of, like, Matt Eumanns' you, you bets. Bet. Yeah. Just like a, like a tick on TikTok. <laughs> right. Can we get Eumanns on TikTok next? You bet. You bet. You bet. You bet. <laughs> well, Eumanns might be on TikTok, but. We'll call, we call them lurkers, if you understand my meaning there. So, uh, I'm, TikTok's I'm, one of those I haven't quite – I'm getting there. I'm creating content, but I don't think I'm very good at it. I will say um, TikTok is, from a sports betting standpoint, I think kind of a cesspool. Agreed. If you look at the actual content that is Like, posted. I don't want to put sports betting content on there. I want to yeah. put comedy. Like, I want to make people laugh because wow. I'm basically a gesture slash clown. So – so is that your secret passion? Like Brian Ortega learned the other day when we were doing our uh, production meeting that my secret passion is cooking. Like if if I had not I gone not to have school for that. this, uh, is that sarcasm? No, I would not have guessed that. Okay, all right. Because I just I feel like I feel like cooking takes a lot. Like it takes a certain kind of mind, and I I don't have it. Wow. So Patience I do. Wow. So you think I don't have this? Hmm. We're going down a slippery <laughs> slope here, huh? Let's I see. just wouldn't have guessed it. I would have taken you more for like I don't know. Movie buff or that's him. Entertainment buff? No, I, I can't stand it. I if you wanted a movie annoying. buff, you are not. Well, you are not looking a, at. I know James. you're a movie <laughs> buff. I wasn't. It's not all about you. So Ortega. this is. So Jared and I have worked <laughs> together a couple of times, and you know we know each other. We we uh, broke Hung bread. Out game yeah, we, I was gonna say we broke <laughs> bread at the UNLV game. There was no bread, but there was alcohol. Um, hot dogs. Technically hot dogs, bread. Yeah. <laughs> technically bread was broken. Popcorn. And, uh, a whole yeah. bag of it, actually. <laughs> My mass bag that I ended up bringing home. Um, <laughs> but I think you'll learn. So one of my hottest takes that bothers Brian Ortega, our producer, is I, I really have, like, a pretty strict policy. I don't really watch movies that came out before the year I was born. So, like, anything pre-1990, I've been, like. You're missing out on a big chunk there. I, now, I've seen, and this is not to say I've seen, I've not seen movies before 1990. What's your I've favorite seen, movie that existed before 1990, then? I always go, I think people are really surprised by this. I might surprise Ortega. I don't think I've ever told him this. This might surprise you. If I were to pick one of my favorite movies that came up before 1990, it would be Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That, again, not terrible. very surprising. No, I think it would be great movie, I, yeah, I was just say, surprised. I, I would think it surprised you just because, like, I, it's kind of musical-y. And Maybe like, that makes you know, the whatever. cooking thing make Gene sense. Wilder's He's kind of it. a chef in that movie. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Gene, Gene Wilder? Yeah, Gene Wilder was awesome in that Gene movie. Gene Wilder so. is Back to the Future is up there, too. Oh, that's, that's 1985. There are many. Kind of hard to forget that when that movie missing. came out. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good. Young one. Frankenstein, one of my favorites. I don't even know what that is. Is it Mel a horror Brooks movie? movie? One of my. We'll end it on this, bringing it full circle to Matt Humans. One of my favorite moments when we were doing the Edge together that knocked Humans off of his chair was he. Had, he told me, "Have you ever seen Cool Hand Luke?" And I asked him if that was a baseball movie about a pitcher, <laughs> because it sounds like something like that. And I guess it's a cowboy movie. Uh, it's it's so the the Cool Hand Luke is about a gentleman in the very olden days uh, who was in prison. Uh, played by Paul Newman, who okay. like would that's the try gambler to guy, right? Yes, yeah, okay. no, yes, uh, yes, the gambler exactly. Okay. Also, color of money, and uh, he's not in the gambler. Amongst by the way. many other that's, things, that's a different guy. That's totally different. But anyways, great film. We have a failure to communicate. That's where that yeah, came. Got nothing on that. One. But also going back to JBT, being uh, what we found out in the production meeting was that he is a fantastic chef. He was doing the meeting while making eggs, not the normal way, yeah. making it the way that the Michelin star chef. Gordon Ramsay makes his eggs, so we're gonna we're gotta do something with that. Are you a maybe food we'll bring snob? up. No, not at all, not at all. I just like like I like to cook. I think it's a a, a fun activity. I agree, it's and very I relaxing. like to experience new cuisines. 
though. So I'm not a snob. Yeah, Learn something about you every day. Bro. I'll I'll eat I'll eat McDonald's and then I'll go Me to you know, Hell's Kitchen the or whatever. So. Here's the uh, I've got the cups though that I spilled all over the floor. Brian, thanks very much for helping yep. me clean that up. Yep. The, the eggs did look fantastic, JB. Thanks, man. Yep. Thanks. Speaking of fantastic, March Madness, and we do have these tournaments that are starting to get set in these conferences. Some of them uh, not yet set, and really like the American and the Big Ten are where we're waiting for because they're wrapping up their regular seasons today. We have three actually super key matchups in the Big Ten that we'll get to in about 15 minutes uh, because not only does it have NCAA tournament implications, but Big Ten tournament implications. Michigan State can finish, I think, in the Big Ten anywhere from like third to seventh. The Michigan State and the Michigan Big Ten standings yeah. and how the rest of the team shape it, 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 it was described by humans as a car wreck. Yeah. That's nice. That's putting it nicely. It's absolutely nuts. So we'll get to the Big Ten standpoint, but we do have a lot of these conference tournaments set. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this because first the general question when it comes to betting these tournaments, which is like, Obviously, with the brackets set, the path is one of the very most important things that you're looking at. But do you bet a lot of, like, pre-tournament futures, like, to win said tournament? Because I think there's very rare times in which, like, a guy team is mispriced to win a tournament. I agree, and that's why I like parlaying some of the more higher-priced, yeah. the more chalkier teams in the smaller conferences. Because, again, for example, we've got right now, and it didn't work out this way, but it might, if Liberty wins this game. So the Liberty-Colgate parlay that I put together – Let's say Liberty wins the A-Sun. Colgate's in the semis right now. So they would play the final. I think it's either Monday or Tuesday. And they would be on their home floor. And they will be a big favorite. I can theoretically bet whoever they face. I think it's Lafayette. And I forget the other team in the bottom of the Patriots standings. As a plus 10, 15 point underdog. Middle that. And still win the Colgate. You know, to, to, to win the tournament future parlay with Liberty. So I think it's all about manipulating the odds. And here's another thing you look for in these conference tournaments. And we saw it. I think it, I forget which game it was. It was, Oh, Indiana state Belmont the other day, it was the five, four matchup. Indiana state was the five in the Moval. They were the favorite. And again, you look at the seeds and you say, well, why is the lower seeded team favored? It kind of gives you an indication of a path that the market thinks that that team is going to take. So the seeds don't matter, but sometimes they can give you context clues to who is the quote-unquote right side or the sharper side in a game. And, for example, this Drake-Bradley uh, game, Drake was the two seed. Uh, they were the favorite. Mm-hmm. At least they closed as a pick em. Some shops, it was minus one. So it kind of gives you that inclination of, of, of where these teams are priced. But pre-flop, you're right. It's very hard. That's why you can manipulate the odds with a parlay, or you can maybe bet game to game with a money line rollover, one of those mechanical parlays that we talk about so much. So with that being said, Let's go to a specific one because this does stick out. Does Duke really have the highest probability of winning the ACC tournament? You would think, but I think Miami's the better team. So, because I, I understand they, they go into the regular season very hot. You know, uh, we were talking about this yesterday. I was on Duke in that spot against North Carolina. I think the market has clearly overvalued North Carolina for yeah. a while. And again, the market tends to in those spots go. Oh, North Carolina's got to have it, right? They're back at home. It's a revenge spot. All these things. Let's make them a four-point favorite, and that wasn't the case. But I look at this overall, and I know it's you know, look, Virginia at three to one from a pre, you know, pre-tournament standpoint, is not a massive play. No. But I got to tell you, I think I'd include Virginia on one of those parlays that you're yes. talking about. The path of Virginia, I think, is pretty malleable if you're looking at it. They get one of Boston College, Louisville, or North Carolina in the quarterfinals. As we talked about, North Carolina has been one of the more overvalued teams and hasn't been playing very well at all. And if you even look further, the combination of Clemson, NC State, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, they had a ton of success against those teams throughout the regular season. I, I would very much be tempted if you're going the route that you did, right? Parlaying these tournament teams together to win yeah. again these conference tournaments. Or if I was betting one team pre, uh, pre-tournament, pre-conference tournament, I think it would be Virginia. 
Yeah, and again, those conference odds with Duke, again, these are on DraftKings, Duke plus 280, Virginia 3-1. to one. The fact that Duke is the four seed and they would have to face the one seed in that mm-hmm. next game and they are still the favorite to win the conference tournament tells you that if the 4-1 matchup did happen, Duke might be a favorite in that game. Wait, let me ask you this. That's a little bit of liability, right? Probably. Because Duke is going to be a really po- – They're always a pretty popular name. Agreed. They're a the recognizable brand. I, I, like, more realistically – In the Ken Palm standings, though, Duke's ahead, 31 yeah. compared to Miami, 38. So, again, a lot of the I, – I, I think the NCAA tournament futures, maybe, but the conference tournament futures, there is no liability because this market just opened. Mm-hmm. So, I think those prices actually are more true to form – as to what the teams would be priced as if they faced each other. Yeah. And again, this market is telling you if Duke and Miami face each other, I think it would be in the semis, the one four Duke's going to be favored in that game. I mean, maybe it doesn't close that way, but Duke will open as the favorite right. in that game. Well, I mean, t- I mean, if you look at the future odds, you factor in like Ken Palm, they would probably be favored over Virginia as well. Yes. Potentially barely though. Uh, very th- close, very close one. Yeah. I mean, Ken Palm's got Duke at 31, 37 for Virginia. There's not yeah. much separation between the two. So, and, and of it, course, if you play Virginia Duke, that would be in the final. Right. So both teams would still have a chance to improve their rankings. Need some exactas in these uh, theoretically speaking, they're going to win. Need some exact. Matches. That would be very interesting. That would be a lot of fun. Very. Too. That would be a ton of fun to bet. All right, second hour on the way. Yeah, it's the second hour. I got it confused for a second. Second hour. <laughs> I was like, wait, two? Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to get to. We're going to talk about the Big Ten when we come back. We have a lot to get to with that conference. It's a big day there, and some general betting questions when it comes to the NCAA's on the hardwood. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart. 